Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. The Pro Bowl teams were announced yesterday for the NFL. And uh, really interesting because, you know, at the quarterback position, even though, you know, we've often talked about no one guy has kind of run away with things statistically, a lot of guys playing on a similar level. And so in the AFC, the quarterbacks were uh, the starter, of course, Lamar Jackson, most likely to win his second straight MVP, pretty much a certainty to win his second second MVP, not straight, but second MVP of his career. And then um, it was Tua of the Miami Dolphins and Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. And a lot of people feel like Josh Allen got snubbed. Are you one of them? Absolutely, Mr. Chris Broussard. Patrick Mahomes does not belong on the Pro Bowl this year. That doesn't mean his career doesn't matter. And, oh, my God, what disrespect. And, oh, my God, how could you say Patrick Mahomes not an All-Pro? He hasn't been an All-Pro all year. It's just funny how they just uh, named the team. He was coming off five field goals in a row because he couldn't get in the end zone. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes have similar numbers except one thing. When it comes to touchdowns, it ain't even close. Josh Allen has like 12, what is it, 12 or 15? 15, 15 more NFL touchdowns. tied with Jalen Hurts for quarterback. 15 touchdowns more than Patrick Mahomes. Dude, come on. This is not a lifetime achievement award. We know how great Patrick Mahomes has been. Just not year, Chris. Ask me, does Patrick Mahomes belong in the uh, in the, the Pro Bowl this year? Ask me. I'm not playing along with your stuff. 
Ask me. <laughs> what? Is Patrick Mahomes a pro bowler? Not no. this year. Not oh, okay. this year. That Come was on. A big setup. It was a little different, yeah. <laughs> and I get it. You know, you never want to be like, oh, yeah, I was, um, I was a mistake. Oh, Patrick, how could he not be? Dude. And it ain't even he's having a bad year for Patrick Mahomes. He's just not having a good year. And I think it's okay for us to, whatever it's Chris, if it's the offensive line, which is leaky, we know that. We know the wide receivers haven't been great. We know that they, they don't run the ball uh, effectively enough. Like, there's a lot of things wrong. But to look at this year, and I'm talking about, especially when you talk about him and Josh Allen. And if anything, Josh Allen's season is on the uptick. Like, they started out like, like they, they were dead in the water, and now they've turned it on, and he's played well. And Patrick Mahomes, they lost like five out of eight. And they won the the other Sunday with five field goals. They went like an hour and a half without getting a touchdown. This is Patrick Mahomes. This is all pro, I mean, pro bowl Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'm sorry, not this year. And it's no disrespect that you some years you don't make it. This was one of those years he doesn't deserve to be in the pro bowl. Look, you make a compelling case. Um, if it had been Josh Allen instead of Patrick Mahomes, I, I don't think there would have been an uproar. I think it's been close. Um, we talked about it on First Things First today. But at the end of the day, I had to say, number one, I, I don't think Josh Allen was snubbed because I think it really is close between the three guys that made it and Josh Allen. And if you want to throw C.J. Stroud in there as well, Rob, I I do think this. I think the three quarterbacks, because a lot of people, like ESPN said the guy that should have been off instead of Josh Allen was Tua, and they would have kept Mahomes on. At least that was the article, Bill Barnwell. Um, I, I think that the three quarterbacks in the AFC, Rob, that do the most for their teams – are Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. And I think the fourth would be C.J. Stroud. When you, in terms of, like, putting the teams on their backs. Um, without and, – and the thing is, so I think, you know, I don't think it was a snub. I do think Mahomes – I'm fine with him being on it. Obviously, he's not having his greatest year, but I'm fine with him being on it. You said the numbers are – The numbers passing-wise are basically a wash between him and Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen does have 15 touchdowns rushing the football, which is big. Like I said, it's an NFL record for quarterbacks. It's tied with Jalen Hurts, so we'll see if they end up tied or if one of them sets the record for himself uh, this upcoming week. But here's here's one of the things I landed on, Rob, in terms of why I'm fine with the three that they pick. Obviously, Lamar is not even in the conversation. Tua, I don't think he's as good as Allen or Mahomes. I think you would agree with me. But this year, he's leading the AFC in five passing. Thank categories. you. I mean, right? you can't leave him off. It yeah, would be, I mean, it would be, if you're doing that, Kristen, what is the point on even right. having it? We got to have okay. some stats. Why we got stats? Exactly. So I, I'll give you that. He's leading the AFC, Robin, completion percentage touchdowns. How could ESPN say that they should take him off based off of that? I mean, going off here. Look, there's an argument there because his big games came against tomato cans. 
He didn't do a ton against the good teams. They're one in four, obviously, against teams with winning records, and he struck. So there's an argument. I, I don't buy it. I, I say he's got to be on there. Passer rating is number one as well in the AFC. But when it comes to Mahomes and Allen, Rob, this is this is where I'm at on those two. And again, if it was Allen instead of him, I don't think I'd have made a stink. But to me, Rob, and I'm trying to be consistent, and I, I want your view on this when I'm done. The the argument for Lamar Jackson to be MVP is this: the record, his team's thirteen and three. And they're the number one seed. So how have you placed yourself in position for the playoffs? They're the number one seed. And the eye test. Now, injuries, too, he's had some players injured. But I think the bigger thing would be the eye test. Lamar Jackson's numbers are not great. He's going to be the first quarterback in a while to win the MVP without great numbers. Not even rushing the football are they great. And so... But when you watch him play, Rob, it's like dude's dominating the game. I don't care if he's only got one touchdown this game. He dominated the game. And when you watch Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, I test, well, first of all, let me go to the, the record. The record's the same, right? 10 and 6. However, Kansas City won his division and is locked into the playoffs. Buffalo might not make the playoffs. You're, you're one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and your, your defense is top five, and you might not make the playoffs. I got to look at that because I'm looking at it with Lamar. If Lamar's team was 10-6, and six, he's not winning the MVP. Part of his argument is their, their record. And then the eye test, Rob, I'm, and I know Mahomes has not been great this year by his standards, but when you watch Patrick Mahomes play versus Josh Allen, I, there is no, it's just not close to me in terms of who you rather have. Patrick Mahomes may make a bad mistake here or there. Josh Allen does it regularly. As great as he is, he is a ball of dynamite. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's bad. But a key thing to me for quarterbacks is you want consistency. I want to know I, what I've got, what you're going to do for the most part, can I count on you? And with Josh, it, he is up and down like a freaking seesaw. And so I test to me is clearly Patrick Mahomes. And then finally, and this isn't even one of my arguments, but it's just to address a point you made, Rob. Josh Allen is not on the rise. He's not on the upswing. His team has won the last four games and five of their last six. But Josh's actually numbers are atrocious during that stretch. He's run for six, five touch, uh, six touchdowns during those four games, but Robbie's averaging 183 yards passing a game. He's got three passing touchdowns and three interceptions in that period. Yeah, but he And had- I credit him for, I credit him for just being like, man, look, let's win. I don't care what my numbers are, how many times I'm throwing it. Once they threw it 15 times against Dallas. But my point is he's not put the team on his back and carrying them in this stretch, it's actually like, do less. Do less, Josh. We got you doing less. We're running the ball better. Do less, and now we're winning. So all those things considered, I, I'm fine with it. I, I'm not going to poo-poo your argument because I think it is very close. But those are my reasons why I, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I just 
when a team is winning, and, 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 and the same thing, coming off of Patrick Mahomes in the last game where they had five field goals and they couldn't get in the – I mean, it just it – just, that to me summed up their season. That's what it's been like, just frustration – uh, missed opportunities. The Buffalo's season is no. I'm just no, but I'm just saying they might when, miss when, the playoffs. When I look at it, and and I know that they, but it just doesn't. It doesn't feel like he's played well to me. And I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. If I look at these two, and one guy has so many more touchdowns, I don't know how you could overlook that. That's just me. I I don't believe if I if I had to pick, and and two is not the one you're taking out. It would be Patrick this year, and I get it. I know a lot of it has to do with reputation, uh, history. No that, you know what I mean, fun. Chris? That, that He is, you know, the top player in the and, game. And, right? and for him not to make the Pro Bowl would, would be a knock to that. It just would be. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year. And what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The big game, uh, I think it's probably the biggest game of the weekend. Um, it is the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. These are certainly two of the top 10 teams in the league. Uh, but one of them, Buffalo, despite being 10 and 6, might not make the playoffs. If they lose, they could miss the playoffs. Uh, they, they could lose and still get in if Pittsburgh's or Jacksonville loses. But they're fighting for their playoff lives. If they want to control their own destiny, the Bills need to win. And I'll say this, Rob. If they miss the playoffs with a 10 and – I guess they'd be 10 and 7 – record when for the past several years you have been about winning the Super Bowl when you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league when your coach Rob put up a huge banner in the facility saying Super Bowl that that's our goal and that's where we're going a picture of the trophy and you don't even make the playoffs and part of the reason, Rob, you wouldn't make the playoffs would be that you lost to the freaking Jets without Aaron Rodgers? That you lost to the New England Patriots? I mean, there's no excuses. And so, Rob, it is going to be devastating if Buffalo loses this game and misses the playoffs so the question would be, who is most to blame? They all would be to blame to some degree. Uh, I, but would you be most on McDermott, Sean McDermott, the coach, or Josh Allen, the quarterback? It's McDermott. You could replace coaches. It's hard to replace quarterbacks. You know, when you think about where they were, well, how many seconds were left in Kansas City? 13, 18? What was yep, it? 13. 13 seconds. Like, that changed the whole franchise. They were 13 seconds away if they – I don't know, Chris, uh, squib kicked it. I was going to say, that's the first thing. First thing, squib kick it. Eight seconds go off, Chris. Eight or nine. Squib kick it. You don't kick it to the the person to return it. Doesn't even make sense. Like, who's coaching? I'm not even a football coach. Come on, Chris. Squib kick it. they, They thought, Rob, I think they thought, like many casual football fans would think, man, 13 say it's over. I mean, it, now, it ain't never over I'm like not that. Blame, I'm not ex- absolving them because that's why you get paid. Right. You gotta, You're you, supposed to think beyond the casual. Chris, just you like. You know what I'm saying? Most people think on 13 seconds, it's over. Just like we no, talk about. No, you're a football coach. You're not supposed to think that way. Shanahan, Chris, when, when the, the, the Falcons choked down that Super Bowl. Yep. They're in field goal range, kick a field goal, you're up by 11, Tom Brady can't beat you. Chris, go back and rewatch the game where they're taking a snap with time left on the uh, you know, the uh, clock, the play clock. Yep. Like you're supposed to run it down all the way, Chris, every single down, right? Yep. So that when you leave, in that situation, so that absolutely. you leave less and less yep. time for Tom Brady to march the ball down. What part don't they get? But anyway, it's McDermott, Chris. It just is. There's no way this team, you already brought it up, starting with that Jets game. Really, this team ain't making the playoffs? It went to that? 
I'm sorry. I know we just gave you a new contract. They letting coaches go every day, Chris, with contracts. I mean, Josh McDaniels got had four years left, Chris. Bye. We'll write you a check. Yeah. Bye. Once you realize a guy, you just have to make a change. And here's the other scary part. As you know, the windows close quickly. And they, I th- like I told you before the season, I remember I picked them as a wild card, but I told you I did not like the way they were trending. Didn't, I said I was out on Buffalo. Didn't I tell you that? I'm out on Buffalo. Well, you weren't that out because you picked them to make the playoffs. No, but I said that I don't I don't have them. <laughs> I, I want to go back. You did say you were out. No, I you did, did say. say was, you said you were down on them, but you still picked them to make the playoffs. Right, yeah. but I said I was out on Buffalo like to winning a championship. I just – this group, this team – but anyway – McDermott is the one. They lose this game and they don't make the, they don't get in at all, make the play. I think he, he, he they they'll fire. Rob, him. if they and, and and look, we don't take pleasure in firing coaches. No. And it's interesting, Rob, because you hear people all the time that do what we do say, I don't like firing coaches. Or I won't fire Well, but you don't mind dogging players. I know. The, 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 the <laughs> you don't whole, mind criticizing players the when whole they're lot, not doing a good job. Right, and they get cut, and they get their right. livelihoods taken away oh, from they them. they got to get rid of him, right. Exactly, but they don't feel it's the same thing, and I agree. And those are the same guys, Chris, who will sit there and talk about how great a coach is. You know what right. I mean? And what he did. Oh, I'm, I, I got to have that guy as my coach. My, well, wait a minute. Yeah, so right. it's just You're what he does right. well. Come on, man. Yeah. Now, come on. If I you're... mean, we not. It's not. We're not up here. Whether it's a player or a coach trying to take anybody's livelihood. None of this has to do with personality. Whether we Nothing. like a guy or not. I like Doc Rivers, Rob. I cover Doc. I mean, all the time I cover. Who the NBA. doesn't like Doc Rivers? Right. That doesn't mean that when they choke with the Clippers, out, right? We... we called it like it was. Yes. And you know and what? So, if Doc right. is mad or Chris, we just have to live with it. Right. Right? I mean, I, I don't know what Look, else to say. I, I'll say this. And I think you probably would say the same thing, Rob. I'm, I, I got a bunch of great friends. And I want to make more friends. But if I don't make another friend for the rest of my life, I'm still blessed and got plenty of friends. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, you know, like we got to tell the truth. What would what would be the purpose of being on the radio, Chris, and doing this show? I seriously, if we're gonna sit here and glad hand, I know people do it and and try to skate for years or whatever, and they don't want to, <laughs> no, really, and they don't want to upset the apple cart. And let me just try to stay above, below the fray, Chris, and not get anybody. Make you my can't, money. yeah, you can't live that life. I'm telling you, you just can't. Nah, you just got to tell it like it just is. Just tell it like and, it and, is, and, and and if people yeah, don't like it, is, they don't like it. It's nothing against Sean McDermott or anything. Because I don't um, know about and, you. And I'll be, and I'll say this too. I think he's a good football coach. Yeah, but it just didn't, I, it just yeah, didn't happen. Just time. With, right. If they now look, if they go on a nice little run, oh, then maybe things will change. But he is. I Rob, I've said this many times when I've talked about him. He did an excellent job of turning that team into a perennial playoff team. They had not been that for nearly two decades before he got there. And so he did a good job with that. And I think if he loses this job, he will get another head coaching job again. I'm not saying right away necessarily, but he will be a head coach again, I firmly believe. And I think that's fine. I think he should be. But if they don't make the playoffs, or Rob, honestly – the, to me, they have to do more than just make the playoffs for him to keep his job. Because I think the culture there is bad. 
And and it, it might, whether it's his fault or not, I mean, he is the leader. You set the tone. But, Rob, they just are stale. They just, you know, it, it just, something's not right there. And a lot of times it's you need a new voice. You need a new voice. And that, so I think I'm with you on that. Sean McDermott will be the one whose head will roll. As far as Josh Allen, Rob, to me, I would not make a broad, overarching statement about Josh Allen. I wouldn't be like, oh, he's not a great player. He's still a great player. I wouldn't be like, oh, he's not a top quarterback. He's still a top quarterback. I wouldn't think, oh, you can't win with him. You can't win a Super Bowl with him. No, I think they could going forward. We'll see. I will just be like, dude had a down year. Not a horrible year. His passing numbers were down almost across the board. Not Completion percentage, he was up, but everything else was down. But his running, obviously, 15 touchdowns. That's an NFL record along with Jalen Hurts for a quarterback. So he had a little bit of a down year, but I think they need a new coach. They need a new culture, I, preferably an offensive coach for him. Um, and, you know, they need to add some new players, get rid of some old players and things like that. But, Rob, to me, it wouldn't be like, oh, this dude's not as good as we thought he was. Because, I look, Tom Brady, after he won his first Super Bowl, didn't make the playoffs the next year. I get it. He wasn't Tom Brady yet. Okay, but still. You, Rob, a lot of people feel like once you make the playoffs, if you're a great player, once you break that threshold and you're in your prime, you should make the playoffs every year. Nah, no. There, there are things Peyton that happen. Peyton Manning, Rob. You know Peyton Manning, after they made the playoffs the first two years, went 6-10 and 10 and missed them. Uh, John Elway, who Vic Fangio compared um, Josh Allen to, went to the two Super Bowls, which didn't go well for him. It was horrible in the second one. And then missed the playoffs completely. Went back to the Super Bowl the next year. Then missed the playoffs completely. Like, so this to me, Rob, it's unfortunate. It's bad, but it's not going to make me think, oh, he he really isn't that good of a player. No, uh, it's, this is not an indictment. This is not a referendum, Chris, on right. Josh Allen. That's not what this is. And it could be a bad year and they can miss the playoffs and no one's going to say, let me got to find a new quarterback. But this is a referendum on that whole organization, on the coach. And they have to come hella high water, Chris, make the playoffs. They just have to because this this is when you are supposed to be in the mix and you don't even make the playoffs and you could yep. go back to a couple of games that you should have won, that you lost. This could this should have been an easy ride. When Aaron Rodgers goes out, okay, if you lost game one, Aaron Rodgers played the Jets and 9-11, Chris, and he comes out with the flag. Okay. Right. All right. You lost Aaron Rodgers in New Jersey. I, I, that's not the end of the world. Yep. He gets yep. he gets hurt four plays in, four 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 snaps in. You can't beat that team. Oh, that man. was that that was bad. And, and, and they had four again, turnovers. Rob, Remember, Josh had four turnovers. Yeah, he was horrible. Rob, that would cost you the playoffs. Yep, that's the game right there. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? 
when we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, Rob, last night, it was a big night for college football. You had, you know, of course, the, the final four, the two semifinal games to determine who will meet next week in the national championship game. And, uh, of course, Michigan prevailed 27, was it 27-20 uh, in a, a really good game. Uh, went down, literally went down to the last play. And uh, they beat Alabama 27-20. Michigan, of course, number one team in the nation. Alabama was number four. And uh, now Michigan will play Washington, which beat Texas in the championship game next Monday. And uh, Rob, Jim Harbaugh, what, I mean, what a crazy year. Starts off the year suspended for the first three games. Ends the year suspended for the last three games of the regular season. And now has Michigan, Rob, essentially as far as it's ever been, the one national championship they've won uh, in 1997, they actually were co-champions. So theoretically, I mean, they're kind of co-champions now. You know, they're not champions, but you know what I mean. They're down to the last two teams. Um, But you, you don't think this is enough. So what what are your thoughts on Harbaugh? My, I just think I have no idea why people don't think he should have to finish the job. Like, 
like win the championship. It's it's there for the taking. They've had the best team. They're undefeated, Chris. They win with them. They win without them. Yeah. I mean, they've won six games without them. Why in the well, world? In big games. Why in the world should people act like he doesn't have to win? Why shouldn't he? He's never won the championship. What? What? This should be. Well, the, when you that, say ha- I think the question is, what do you mean by have to win? Yeah, like like, like he should finish don't? the job. If they don't, to me, it would be like. Uh, He came to Michigan. He got them back relevant, but he didn't finish the job. He didn't do what Bo Schembechler never was able to do. He's never been able to, you know, he he took the 49ers, the three NFC championship games. They got to the Super Bowl once. He lost to his brother. Fine. It's not like he went eight times. Here's a chance to really put a stamp on your legacy at Michigan. This is what they brought – the native son back for Chris. He played quarterback there. He played for Bo Schembechler. He's regarded as a coach who could get things turned around at different programs. But what hasn't he done? I don't know why people don't feel compelled to say, yes, he needs to win this. And just getting there isn't good enough. It shouldn't be good enough for Michigan fans. It shouldn't be good enough for Jim Harbaugh. Why can't they people put the pressure on him and say, yes, he needs to win this championship to really solidify his legacy at Michigan. I know they got a statue of Bo Schembechler who never won a national championship. Things were different than Chris from the standpoint of uh, the Big Ten was about them beating Ohio State and and that's all they really cared about and it was a mythical national championship. There was no championship game. So people could overlook that. They brought Jim Harbaugh back and what I mean and back to Michigan to get in a they they were never crisp before the last three years, never even got into the college football playoff. You know, even Michigan State got there before them. So I'm trying to say why shouldn't people want him to win and put the pressure that Michigan needs to finish the job, Jim Harbaugh needs to finish the job, and then if he's ready to hightail it out of college, tired of the investigations, Chris, tired of all the other stuff that goes along with being a college coach, and he wants to walk away and go back to the pros, man, go out on top. Here's your moment. To me, if he loses and they don't win the national championship – I can't sit here and say that he completed the job at Michigan just by making him relevant. He will have failed Michigan in the biggest moment that that was set up for him and set up for that school. Yeah, look, I, I, I think, you know, I don't know if we're talking semantics. Obviously, you want to win. Like, if I'm a Michigan fan, I feel like let's go get this championship. Let's win this thing. And I'm highly disappointed if we don't. Where I disagree with you on is that, like, he has to win it or let's put the pressure on him to win it. I don't think the job was to come there and win the national championship with Michigan. I think that was the dream. When they hired him, it was, of course, we would love to win some national championships. But I think the job was to get Michigan back to being one of the top five or ten programs in the country because that's all they ever were like I could see if he was going that let's say in 20 years from now Alabama hadn't won a championship in 20 years and then you brought in a a quote-unquote Jim Harbaugh the job would be to win the national championship because that's what Alabama was used to doing under Nick Saban 
But Michigan wasn't in that class. Michigan, and you know, Rob, when you and I grew up, you mentioned Bo Schimbeckler. They were a top program in the country. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Those were three of the Notre Dame, USC, uh, Alabama. Then they fell off. Nebraska was hot. Oklahoma. Like those were, Miami started coming on. You know, those are some of the top programs. The goal to me, the charge to me, was to get Michigan back on that level. And he's obviously done that. They've been to three straight college football championships. If he went, and you mentioned it, Bo Schimbeckler is the most decorated coach in school history, never won a championship. So how can I say Harbaugh hasn't done the job when he's, you know, because he didn't win a championship? Because that that's not, that, that's what I'm saying is the people at Michigan have dummied down their program that they don't expect to down? win. Down? Yeah. I'm, I'm down for They've never been at the top. No, but that's what I'm that's what that's why they don't expect you can't to win. Dumb it down and, if and they don't expect up there. I can only well, but, go down if I'm at the top. He was at he's he was paid as a top four coach. Everybody in that list has a national championship except Jim Harbaugh. So what I'm trying to say is why is he held to a different standard? I don't and think you don't, he's held to a different standard yeah, than the I'm, Michigan. The people coaches. at Michigan I'm Jim Beckler was probably among the highest paid too, is my guess. But but I'm not nah, not I don't I don't know in those really? days and in those I mean, days who was, I don't who I don't was making more than him those I mean I'm sure I don't I, 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 mean, I don't he was think, making whatever they made at that point what yeah, Woody Hayes it, made it, it, yeah what it, was, it wasn't made. it wasn't what it is now no I mean, of people course but it, money. relative Rob of no, course he I, wasn't I, making the money they nobody was but relative to the college football coaches of that day I'm sure Shim Beckler was making he was right up there near the top. I just think that the the people of Michigan, when I say dumb down the program, they they don't expect to win. They because of what you just talked about. But I'm saying they have this coach. Why are they you went saying out, they don't expect to win? Because right? I talk to a lot of people who live there, and they're like, and I say to them, do, do you have to? Oh well, they got them back to being relevant. And I'm like, oh, that's all you're good with? Yeah, as long as they're relevant. Okay, but that's what they've been. But that's what, and that's why I say I don't know of anybody who has who's fans of a team. That that would wouldn't be mad, and I'm talking about that if they don't get the job done against Washington, like like it's, you're undefeated it's all, all year. It's all where you've been. It's yeah, all but, where you, like I. But I've that's where you set the year, standard. I've said all year, and I think you agree with me. The Dallas Cowboys need to get to the Super Bowl. Like that's the success. Getting to the NFC title game is great. It's the first time in nearly 30 years. But that they are the Dallas Cowboys. Why? They've been used to winning. Even though they haven't won in three decades, they've been used to winning Super Bowls. They're not going to be satisfied with just a Final Four. The Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh, great season if they get to the Final Four, so to speak. It's all where you're at. And Michigan, as great as they've been, has not been a team, a school that wins national championships. They've been in, in the mix, top five, top ten, and Harbaugh's gotten them back there. Now, I'm Rob, that. I mean, I agree. If they don't win it, it'll be a disappointment. You're number one. You're supposed to win this year. I get all that. But to me, Harbaugh has done the job. And if after this season, he doesn't win the championship, but he goes to the NFL, I will say, you know what? He did the job. He didn't get the championship, but he got Michigan as far as they've ever been. He brought them back to relevance. They weren't. 
I, I, I used to finishing in the top 15 for like 10 years, roughly 15 years before he got there. Now they're one of the top five programs in the country. So I now what, what I do think, Rob, is he may want to be a guy that, like Larry Brown, right, win a national championship and go to the NFL, win the Super Bowl. For that, yeah, obviously that'd be great. You want to do that. But I, I just don't think – I wouldn't say he failed at Michigan if he doesn't win this national championship. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 